Guys, welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and today, still spooky season, so we want to talk about a couple of things that are, that are a, little, <laughs> a little scary, um, especially being the nice guy or girl, right? The good, the good person, um, that whole persona, and how... It can mask a lot of things and what it what it all means in the grand scheme. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about that amongst some other things, especially empathy and compassion. I think that's been a conversation that's been popping up, and um, I want to talk about that as well because I don't like it. <laughs> so we're gonna get into that. So if you're driving, wear your seatbelt. If you're at home, wear your seatbelt. <laughs> Grab some water and uh, we're going to get into it. All right, stay tuned. collective kind of <laughs> energy energy uh downgrade that we were all feeling for one reason or another <laughs> and you know when it's all said and done it was just kind of interesting to to go through the process and, and feel things but a lot of things came up a lot of things came up um you know one of the concepts that you know i i value words but I value the meaning behind them when people use them. And one of the things that I think gets under my skin, <laughs> um, that's actually scary to me in certain ways, is, is people who preach being empathetic and compassionate. When they're talking to someone who's establishing boundaries for the things that they've been through. Um, and I've talked about this on my TikTok. And, you know, it's just this... this it's such a contradiction because to demand that somebody has empathy because they have boundaries is an indication that you yourself lack empathy and you're not seeking a person to be empathetic. You want a person to be very enabling. And as always, there's always somebody who pushes back, right? There's always someone, oh, well, what about you can, and I'm like, look, I said what I said, <laughs> and I know what I'm talking about, and other people know what I'm talking about. There, the need to have loopholes or to try to find a, a loophole indicates what your intentions are as a person, and what it shows me is that you will go to great lengths to justify certain behavior that you align with, right? Because if I say, you know, empathy is not 
a lack of boundaries. Actually, if you're a very empathetic person, you have to have boundaries. The reason why is because people take advantage of your kindness. People take advantage of your thoughtfulness. And empathy is the ability to understand somebody else's experience. You know, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Um, it doesn't, empathy is not an action, right? There are actions that come with empathy, but empathy itself is not an action. It's more of a feeling. It's an understanding. And it's based off of experiences that you've had. Um, or maybe some people are inherently more empathetic, um, science. (laughs) Um, but when people preach it, I recognize when they say empathy or compassion, it's usually to counteract somebody's boundaries. Now, the funny thing to me is if somebody, I meet somebody who has boundaries and is like, you know what, I'm not really fucking with people like I used to, like, I'm not doing this. The first thing that comes to mind is like, yeah, I think I, you know, immediately I'm like, you've been through something. Somebody, somebody did something and now you were kind of good <laughs> on people. That's what comes to mind first. I'm never going to tell somebody, well, you should have more compassion for that person that hurt you, right? You should have more empathy for the person that did you wrong. Who the hell? The nerve of you as a person to tell somebody that they should care more about people that were careless with them goes to show that you don't give a shit about the actual person. It goes to show that you're not truly an empathetic person at all. You are somebody who's very performative and also very manipulative, right? And we don't always realize that, right? And then somebody's like, um, cause I said, I was like, basically the example I use, I was like, you know, if a tiger, I can see a tiger and know that it has the ability to literally rip my arm off without me ever getting close enough because of education, um, and the ability to learn from a distance. Same with people, same with people. You don't have to subject yourself to experiences someone just for the sake of having the experience with them, right? To understand that this person is negligent, um, dangerous, harmful to your peace of mind, or just you as a person. You don't have to experience them completely to understand who they are, right? Based off of experience and the ability to learn from a distance. And, you know, Of course, there are people, and this is what gets me, because when I said that, I was like, you know, there are some people who preach compassion, and in actuality, they're preaching compliance, right? And then the people who are preaching empathy are actually preaching enabling. The reason why is because if you're telling me that I should be more compassionate and have more empathy for an experience that I've been subjected to that hurt me in some way and now I have to protect myself. What you're doing is you're dismissing my experience, first of all. So you yourself lack compassion and empathy, right? Because you're stepping over me and you're telling me that I should still subject myself to even more for another person. And the thing about empathy, like I said, is not an action. There are actions that come with empathy. And I could understand somebody's experiences through life and still recognize that I don't want to experience them in my life or I've had an experience enough with them that I no longer want to continue. And that's my choice, right? And it will always be my choice. And I find it funny people who interject, especially when they don't know you, 
And they're like, oh, yeah, you should have more empathy. And it's like, how about you learn what empathy is because you lack it, right? Empathy in itself to me is not a preachy thing. You know, it's like the person in this, this lends itself to the, to the next thing I want to talk about. The person that is always trying to convince people of how good of a person or nice of a person they are. It's very performative. And, you know, I've, I've, I've seen on TikTok, like women talking about, you know, the nice guy, you know, the nice guy is nice until he doesn't get what he wants from you, right? You want to figure out how, how nice somebody is? Tell them no, right? Tell them no. It doesn't mean that they may not get frustrated, right? Um, it just means that how they respond to your no is indicative of how they handle rejection. You know, I'll use a, an example, and maybe this isn't even a no, but you know, one of the things for me is what I've realized is like, you know, if you are the go-to person a lot of times in general, and if you're a recovering people pleaser or you're always trying to look out for everybody else, that's not always the kindest thing to do for other people or yourself, right? Because what happens is you end up in these one-sided connections. And then you were never really considered, right? But you're always considering everybody else and people just don't really show up, right? And now you feel kind of lopsided and that could lead to some level of resentment or bitterness, whatever the case may be. doesn't mean you're a bad person. No, it means your feelings are being neglected and you feel some type of way and you need to make some changes, <laughs> right? Um, if somebody says they're going to do something and they don't, they don't show up. For me, that frustrates me. That makes me feel like very annoyed. It annoys me a lot. Um, and I recognize that. I recognize that that is a, a big pet peeve of mine. Like not being impeccable with your word really um, affects me. And the thing about it, you know, I'm going to do the thing anyway. Right. I still got to do it. I still have to make up for what wasn't done. All right. So. Yes, I'm frustrated. Yes, I'm annoyed with that person for sure. But it's like, you know what? It is what it is. Now that I know better, I do better. That's always my motto. Whenever certain things happen once, maybe I'll let it happen twice. But overall, once I notice that there is a, a flaw, again, in terms of the character, I'm good. <laughs> I'm really good. And, you know, sometimes when we get upset, we're like, oh, maybe I'm not a good person after all because I got mad at this or whatever. No, that doesn't mean you're not a good person. It means that there are certain things that affect you. And people are disrespectful people don't value the concept of um being intentional in all aspects of just relationship um and then there are some people who may pretend nice right they they have these niceties until they don't get what they want and then they explode they become these monsters and they rear their ugly heads and you know I, I think women have talked about it in the dating culture, right? Where it's like you turn down the nice guy and then he's, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde now. And it's like, oh, you, nice, nice people can be very manipulative, 
right? Niceness is based off of necessity. Kindness is based off of character, right? Someone who is always trying to show you how nice they are. Um, pay attention to that. And if you are a person that's always trying to be nice to everybody, I want you to pay attention to how your body feels, right? Do you feel like you're seething, <laughs> right? Do you feel like you're always on the verge of kind of like exploding? And maybe that could be harboring, you know, harboring emotions from the past, whatever the case may be. But I want you to really consider your character, right? Um, because it, it's all information, right? You know, sometimes you hit a breaking point where it's just like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck everything for a little while. I'm just, I'm over it. And sometimes you get to that point, and once you get to that point, that's an indication that you've been too nice for too long. You haven't been kind to yourself. You haven't established boundaries. You've been people-pleasing, right? You've been performative. You've been not saying anything because you're worried that people aren't going to like you if you speak your mind or speak up and you're willing to be passive. Um, that was another thing someone said, because I, I had mentioned, I was like, look, if you are a, a person that's intentional and you're consistent, that's your reputation. You show up for people, people know that. So somebody who decides to pop back up in your life out of nowhere and they hit you up like nothing's happened, after they kind of did you wrong or they move funny with you, that's disrespectful. That's straight up disrespectful. And it's like, if you don't have the balls to talk to me about what you did and how shit went down, you shouldn't have any inclination to talk to me at all moving forward. We have no relationship until that that is sorted out. Um, as much as people say, oh, yeah, you're holding on to energy. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not holding on to energy. That's why I let go of this relationship. <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not a holding on to a grievance. It's understanding what somebody was capable of and how neglectful they are. I think people want so much for you to continue relationships or turn the other cheek when it comes to people. And truth be told, that's why there's so much ambiguity in relationships now and how to treat people, because we're always avoiding the necessary um, discomfort of taking care of people, being vulnerable, putting our egos aside and saying, hey, I'm sorry I did this. I, I fucked up in meaning it. Right. A true apology has changed behavior. Right. And too often people don't want to accept that they may have done somebody wrong and instead they try to justify that behavior. So I said that I was like, you know, you don't owe it. You don't owe consistency to an inconsistent person, because what happens, you keep showing up to a relationship that you're not being taken care of. In, right. Meanwhile, the other person gets the benefits of having you as a friend, as a significant other, as a solid family member. Meanwhile, you kind of show up to a roulette of a relationship. And someone was like, you know, for me personally, I don't let anybody change me, you know, based off of who they are, and what they do. I was like, I don't think you understand what I mean, because how I change in terms of how I deal with a relationship or a person is not me changing who I am. Actually, is me honoring who I am, me understanding the kind of person that I am and what I deserve. So therefore, I will make some changes to a relationship and someone's access after they have shown me how they're willing to treat me.
It's not a change in person. Actually, it's honoring who I am. It's not a change in my energy. It's honoring my energy, a.k.a. boundaries. And, um, you know, they finally came to the conclusion. It's like, oh, well, yeah, you know what? You're right. Maybe I'm being dismissive because I don't want to deal with the idea of somebody not liking me for me having boundaries. And there it is. There it is. We mask people pleasing with um, not holding on to, to negative energy or forgiving and forgetting or, um, you know, not keeping record, keeping score of what's done. and what. Listen, as people, everything is a record, right? We have emails that keep information of our exchanges. We have banks that keep information about our, our, our currency. We go to work. That keeps tabs in terms of what we're doing in our performance. Even our gas meter lets us know how much gas we have in our, our, our gas tank. Everything that we do is a scoreboard and there's keeping track. So when people say, oh, yeah, you know, keeping score, whatever the case may be, there's a record. And as humans, we don't forget things. And it's not that easy to forget an offense. Doesn't mean I'll hold a grudge. No. But I recognize who you are and what you're capable of. And that's me being a kind person. But I don't have to be nice. You get me? I don't owe you niceness just because you want that from me or because you're coming around and you're, you know, you're, you're showing your teeth. (laughs) You get me? So it was a lot of things that came up this week and a lot of feelings too, where I was just like, you know, being authentic. The reason why I think a lot of people choose not to be is because it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You get challenged a lot, right? And most people may not like it. It makes them uncomfortable, right? I think it's kind of funny for, again, the people who don't even realize it to preach compassion and and being empathetic because it goes to show that you don't have it, ironically enough. Projection is reflection, right? Because there's never been a time, literally, and I've thought about, I've never told someone hey, you should have more empathy. It's never come out my mouth. It's never been a thought. Because one, I don't feel the need to tell somebody else how to live to make me comfortable. I mean, that's for one. I uh, I don't consider myself a pushy person or a controlling person that I need to be, um, I need everybody else to think and move like me. Never a thought. The reason why, because I could go home and read a book. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just go and do my own thing. But also is it doesn't it doesn't cross my threshold where it's like, oh, you have to think like me because I'm so uncomfortable with you challenging my my way of living and being that you have to align with what I say. And truth of the matter is it's it's manipulation and it's subforms of abuse. Right? You want somebody to comply and you want somebody to be an enabler. You don't want them to have empathy because if you wanted them to have more empathy, you would understand and you would encourage them to have more empathy for themselves and have boundaries for themselves. But you're not. You're telling them to have more empathy for the person that has harmed them and that lacked empathy when it came to them. And I say this to the person who has who is very empathetic, whether you call yourself an empath, whatever the case may be, I don't care what it is. 
make sure your boundaries match your level of caring. And the reason why I say this is because sometimes you make the mistake of trying to be so empathetic, so caring, and so thoughtful that you start to appropriate what's happening to you, right? And then you may even go as far as to appropriate it for someone else, okay? Having a lot of empathy means you should have very firm boundaries. The reason why is because you have the propensity to be very, um, that's what I'm looking for, very easily persuaded emotionally to feel what somebody else is going through and why they've done what they, what they did. Um, you know, sometimes your goal is to not understand why certain people do certain things. Because if you did understand it, that means you become like them, right? If you understand somebody's reasoning behind what they do, that means that you have the potential to do the very same thing. And that's not the goal. Sometimes it's better just be like, you know what? This person did this thing. They've probably been through some stuff. All right, bet. I've also been through a lot of things and I don't want to go through anything similar moving forward, especially with this individual, right? Stop being so eager to be the nice guy or girl on a block because I'll, I'll be real with you. I, for me, when somebody's like overly nice, it rubs me wrong. Um, alarms go off because it seems, um, Again, it seems performative and it's like, well, what's under the hood, right? What's the niceness and how does things, you know, how, how, how do we go from here? What happens next, right? What's the reason? Um, and that's why I've, I've done my best to move away from being considered a nice person. I'm not here to convince anybody that I'm a nice person because I have boundaries like a motherfucker <laughs> and they may not feel that nice to other people. Or if, you know, someone says something that's kind of just out of pocket to me and they're just being blatantly disrespectful, I'm going to honor myself and I'm probably check your shit, right? I'm going to check you, right? And that may not seem too nice to you, but you know what? I'm being kind to myself, right? I don't care to be nice. Because, again, niceness is based off of necessity. I care to be kind because there's consistency there. And it's based off of my character. In order for me to kind of move a certain way with you, likely you have to earn it. You have to earn it. Okay? And I'm cool with that. The reason why is because you should not go through this world thinking that you are entitled to subpar treatment while people get the best of you. Absolutely not. That is not your goal. And if somebody doesn't have the decency to respect you properly, don't entertain a relationship with them. Right? Let people be who they are. And as much as people want to talk about how much they have going on in their lives, it's like, okay, you're telling me that you don't have the capacity to have a healthy relationship with me anyway, so why do you think I'd show up to it? to be subjected to your unhealthy behaviors and patterns after you just said, yeah, you know, everybody's got things going on. All right, cool. 
So I don't want to, I don't want to engage and I don't have to, and I'm not going to, <laughs> you know, we have to be mindful of what we say. Cause I can say, you know what? Yeah. You know, I have a lot going on. I've been going through a bunch. I'm really doing my best to just work on it. I'm doing my best to work on it and that's all good. Right. Um, I said to someone and I'll leave you guys with this. I said to someone the other day, I was like, you know what? Sometimes you're a very hyper independent person. First off, that's because of trauma. But um, if you're hyper independent, you might run the risk of being in very one sided relationships where it seems like you're showing up for people. You're doing your best to just check in, you know, prioritize people. Be cool. The reason why is because on some level you recognize you've never had that. And you end up in these one-sided things where people don't even consider you, right? And it happens a lot. And you feel kind of voided because it's like, well, what the fuck? I'm looking out for these people, but it doesn't seem like... Even if I tell them that I have things going on, there's no effort there. And it may rest on you a little bit in a a weird way. The thing about it is this, what I've understood is, um, you know, I was saying this, I was like, you know what, being independent and being self-sufficient has lent itself to people being very lazy in their relationship with me. Sometimes people see independent people as people that they don't have to take care of because you're always taking care of yourself. And even on a deeper level, some of those same people see you as somebody who will take care of them and they don't have to reciprocate, right? Because you have the capacity to take care of yourself, so I don't have to take care of you, but you're very resourceful and reliable, so you'll take care of me, and I don't have to take care of you still because you are taking care of both of us in this relationship, right? I expect you to always show up, even in the relationship. When it's, I'll, I'll, I could put in 20% and you'll put in the other 80, right? And that's not okay. Never is that okay, right? And as much as, again, people preach, oh, yeah, well, everybody has things going on, yada, yada, yada. So do you. Never forget that. So do you. Okay? And those same people who have so much going on are still able to sustain and prioritize their other relationships. Okay? So don't ever be okay with being somebody's last priority while making them one of your highest. Okay? Because, again, priorities are organized choices. Okay? And we're all organizing the choices that we make. And stop being so nice. Be willing to make some changes that may make other people uncomfortable. Because up until this point, you've been very uncomfortable. All right? Be kind. Especially to yourself. And being kind does not look like being somebody's doormat or being willing to be used. Just for the sake of having relationships or making sure everybody else is good. All right, let's get away from the idea that we have to be so subservient in life that we forget what we deserve or the fact that we deserve to be treated like a decent human at all just for the sake of being around people, right? If the idea of you being disliked in a relationship is better in your head than the idea of you being alone and valued, then you got some things to figure out. Okay? So, let's get away from the niceness and let's focus on being real. Okay? And being kind. All right? 
Um, that's all I got. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Truly. <laughs> um, got some more stuff for the night owl popping up. The holiday season is approaching. And I have some some uh, slots open for, for more clients because I know the holiday season can be very stressful, very melancholic, um, very ambiguous in terms of feelings and stuff. There's a lot of things happening around the holiday season, and I know it can be hard sometimes. So if you're looking for coaching, you got some things you want to start out and talk about, just hit me up, all right, because I have some availability um, I actually wanted to open up more availability for the holiday season because I know it does get a little uh, wonky. And um, sometimes, you know, even when you're around your family, you feel the most isolated, right? So get at me, all right? The Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we'll, we'll work through it, right? So we could bring in the, the new year with a fresher perspective and just some healthier tools to kind of cope and and manage and progress okay um shout out to everybody who has bought the coloring book um also little shameless plug so i i'm in a movie it's called voodoo Macbeth. um it it premieres at the santa monica theater uh the lamley in santa monica friday october 21st um if you're in santa monica to la area I'll be there. So if you're there, you want to come check out the movie, come say hi, do so. Also, it's opening and premiering at the Victoria Theater in New York. So those two theaters, if you're around, you want to see your boy, go check it out. Um, Had such an amazing time. And uh, yeah, it's in there. And it'll be slowly releasing to more theaters as, as time goes on. But yeah. This uh, Friday, October 21st, Santa Monica, Lamley, uh, your boy will be there and we'll be square. <laughs> but yes, um, I think that's it. I think that's it. So yes, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.